So growing up crazy bonus, the why of things. And a lot of people have asked me, they said, well, why, why do I go to church if I, if I don't align almost at all with the Old Testament, really? Like, I do believe that the New Covenant was that being fulfilled. And the only thing that we have it left is the honest pursuit of divine, the honest pursuit of our own divine nature. I do believe that that's what we have left. So, and if this is so lacking in the contemporary church, then why go? And I will say this, that it's, it might be lacking as far as my opinion goes. It might be lacking in the narrative, but it's definitely not lacking in the spirit. And one of the things you can find in a nice, good Southern Baptist revival service is spirit and spiritual energy and true praise and worship. And I say true praise and worship because there's this odd mix in the worship service where there's, you know, some people are there just because they're supposed to be, and they're just clapping along. Other people are there just because, for whatever reasons, the social occasion, or, or who even knows, uh, they might not even know. And you can always see that by the people that tune into the phones during the church service and the rest. But some people are genuinely there for the praise and the worship of the divine. And that's why I go to, sometimes in, in some instances, I've had to actually leave during the talking because you would not believe <laughs> what passes for preaching nowadays. I'm sorry, but if you're preaching in hatred and angst from the pulpit, then I just got to go. But like I said before and said many times, the words don't matter when it comes to that internal beingness of it. And it's funny in the worship services, there's always like, we could always feel like the people that are there to truly worship, to truly get our God on. There's, there's a, an energetical needle, and it's really hard to explain, but you can feel it, and it's almost like we're pulling along the people that just are really just there, taking up space, and the energy is being raised, the more and the more and the more and the more that we do it, the more energy is being raised, until it reaches some sort of critical mass, and when it reaches this critical mass, then things start happening, then things start going off the hook, people just go into ecstasy, the spirit comes down and starts abiding the place and the energy of the people, and the, 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 the everydayers and moguls of the world just kind of look around and they just sort of get like this little look about it. And it's funny because the balance of power has shifted. The, the critical mass that was needed to, to move the congregation into that space of spirit has been achieved. And now things are just flying off in their own direction. And, and power is being man, made manifest. And there was one time I was in living in Spring Hill. It was a church off of Cortez Road. It was right next to a dome church. It wasn't in the dome church. It was the church next by. And I was really looking for a good revivalist service. And this place had some real holy rollers then. But the pastor was just such your atypical Southern Baptist, glad-handing, you know, guy. I, I can't explain it. Just the, the Mr. Smiley, you know. It was just, it was a little bit cringy, you know. But hey, that's what people, some people go for. That's what they expect to see. And if they don't see it, like especially in the South, they don't see it. They wonder what's going on. So he was fulfilling expectation, living up to expectation. But one of these Sundays, we really just started leaning into it. And all of the right people showed up. And we were just leaning hard. And the the, the service, the, the band kept going. They, they just forgot their cue. They just kept right on playing along with everybody. And, and, and critical mass had been achieved. And, you know, normals were getting scared. And we were just having a grand old time. And uh, the pastor came up to do his thing to try to rein it back in. And it was the funniest thing in the world because I've heard this. This is the only time I've ever seen it. But I heard it that, that the spirit could actually, actually, no, this is the second time I've seen this. That's not true. I just remembered another story. But where spirit actually stopped somebody from speaking, just stopped falsehood. And he came up there, clapping. He's like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he tried to start talking. And he was just like, blah, 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 blah. and like, he seemed him stop. And then he, Stop and like try again. Wow, he was making this microphone. The poor man was making these 
weird sounds and he just kept trying over and over and over again and we were just kept right on going without him we just ignored the fact the pastor was on the stage and the band was feeding the band was now ours the band was feeding off of us and we were just going for we had the bit in our teeth and we're going for the horizon with it and it was just fun good time was had by all and I, I have no idea how many times he tried to make an intelligible word or sentence, you know, and then, but he finally just gave up and you just saw the spirit come on him too. And he stopped, he's like, and he's now he's speaking with the band instead of against it. He's like, when I was a kid, I used to lay on the floor of my bedroom and just listen to these gospel songs. And I would lay on the floor of my bedroom and I would cry just tears of joy. And I would feel the presence of God. And it came and it was in that moment that I knew I wanted to be a pastor because I wanted everybody to feel this. And he just starts waving his arms back and forth. He's like, if this is your first time here, I'm sorry, but we're not having a sermon today. We're just praying for people today. Today was just, we're praying and worshiping. And he just got on there and he was going with how he was a true pastor leading the congregation. And, People just didn't know what to do, except for the people that were actually doing it. He was just like, we're going to pray for anybody with cancer in here. We're praying for anybody with cancer with the world. We're praying for cancer. Everyone pray. And everybody just put their hands forward. And we just started praying. And one thing after another for hours. You know, we're praying for poverty. We're praying, we're praying blessings over addiction. We're praying just you name it. And we just did this for, I. you know what? I have no idea how long it was. And, and. A good time was had by all, and and that's why I go for those, for those few instances where spirit does descend and it does come down, and suddenly we are truly a church praying goodness into the world. That's that's why I do what I do. And sometimes I've had you know some services I've had to leave. There's another story about that I won't get into now because this is about the positive, and this is the positive, is when a congregation really comes together and prays and worship and that divine energy draws is drawn down, just descends upon the congregation, then anything's possible. And you really are praying good into the world. And and it doesn't matter the format that you do it. But I just have to say, having been to many a Florida pagan gathering as a drummer and having to been to many a Southern Baptist church, the Christians, you know, the holy rollers, as far as raising that energy, they beat the pagans hands down. That's why I still go and have always, I've always, even even when it's drumming, they've always moonlighted at uh, revival services because I love me a good revival. I always have it, always will. And here's the thing for all of you naysayers, the same energy that comes down on those rare occasions when the drum circle goes off the chain is the same energy that comes down in the church when the church goes off the chain. And the drum circle is the exact same thing. Usually when we're hanging out by the fire and we're waiting the majority of the crowd, the people there just to talk and socialize, they eventually filter themselves back to their tents and go back to sleep and they go to bed. And then what's left over, usually around midnight 30, is the ones that make it happen. And we slip into the groove and we do it. You know, we just do it and do it well. You know, and it's the same the same vibe. And it's the same vibe as when I pray alone out in the woods. It's all the same feeling. It's all the same energy. And it exists everywhere that it's welcome. So, cheers. But... You get a lot more of them at church, <laughs> like you know, like the drum circles when they do, when they do reach that nucleus of people that are in the in the groove. It's a very small group, um, and we're tired because we've been playing for hours. We've hosted the the, the circle, like the, the bonfire. We've hosted the main bonfire for hours, uh, so it has a different feeling as when, as expect when people have just been saving it up all week and they're there ready to roll Sunday morning, and there's hundreds of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep going. So, all right, grown up, crazy, crazy bonus. Cheers. Why I do what I do. Ciao.